Hey, welcome back to the Real Talk Podcast. It's January 18th, and we're back with the Real Talk Podcast, episode three, where we're going to be talking about ready for more, poise for more. And if you're new listening to this, this is the weekly edition to the Revive Church podcast, Revive Church in Arlington, Texas, of which I am the pastor. And I'm really excited to do this, where I get to recap the message from last Sunday, discuss how we can apply it to our daily lives, and just do a little bit of real talk with it. Uh, Before I get started, though, I would love for you to go follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can find me by searching S-T-E-P-H-A-N-K-I-L-G-O-R-E, Stephen with an A-P-H-A. There's a story behind that, but I don't have time. Uh, I'll give you a look at what's coming up at Revive, give you a glimpse into our family, my family, and lots of pictures, of course, of my daughter. So let's talk about last Sunday. Let's get right into this. We did a message called Poise for More. Poise is the strength to remain steadfast. Uh, We looked at our second core value, we will act in audacious faith. And we looked at Matthew 14 to kick off. I gave a message a couple years ago on this core value, and I looked at Matthew 14 and said that this was a huge act of audacious faith for Peter to walk on the water. But even more audacious than walking on water is to remain consistent. We like to say, if you want to act in audacious faith, remain consistent. John 15, Jesus said, if you remain in me, my words remain in you. The word remain means to remain consistent, be consistent. You know, so are you praying what the word of God says over your life and your situation? Are you consistently doing it? And we said this last Sunday, consistency is the difference between winners and wannabes. Uh, That's a little real talk for you. So let's get into real talk. Why is consistency so important? Well, the importance of consistency isn't just about doing things right over and over, because let's be honest, we're human, we're gonna mess up, I mess up all the time, but the power of consistency is what it produces. Consistency starts as a rhythm, and we we talked about this in the message on Sunday, you can go back to the Revive Church podcast and listen to it. Um, I had our drummer, Paul, uh, start me off with a little bit of rhythm. Uh, he's a really good drummer. And I said a lot of times people will get on to a project or you know jump onto a vision that God gives them and they go all in. They have no pattern. They have uh, no understanding of what to do, no knowledge. They don't do any research. They don't pray about it or anything. They just jump on it. And it's like you get on the drums and you don't know how to play and you just start crashing around and you fail. It sounds horrible. People are confused and people are booing you, right? And for some reason you just think, well, this wasn't God will for my life. It's not that it wasn't God's will, it's that you didn't find your rhythm. Because when you find a rhythm of consistency in your life, whatever the situation, that rhythm eventually becomes a habit. And a habit is something that you do naturally. But then eventually that habit will transform into a lifestyle where you want to do it, you desire to do it. It's just something that you have to do. Not because it's a habit anymore, but because it's a lifestyle, it's a part of your life. And what about shortcuts, though? Where do shortcuts come into consistency? Well, my opinion is there's never such a thing as a shortcut, because a shortcut is just a deterrent from consistency. I mean, have you ever read about those lottery winners who win the Mega Ball jackpot, and then they come back to them a few years later, and they're absolutely bankrupt? 
Why? Well, because shortcuts diminish the value of what you're working toward. If someone gives you a million dollars, yeah, that's awesome. But most likely you're going to blow through that really fast because you've never become accustomed to saving money, investing money, uh, tithing, whatever. So you take that million dollars and you blow it. But if you have worked consistently to become a millionaire, you understand the value of a million dollars. You understand the value of working towards something. And so you've consistently uh, managed your finances the right way and that million dollars will last you a lot longer. Also, shortcuts don't have rhythms built in. I mean, shortcut is just boom, right to the point, but it doesn't have a rhythm where it's boom, 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 boom. And without a rhythm, you'll never be able to establish a habit. And without a habit, you can't build a lifestyle. One time also, one time is never enough. I I like this, you know, um, I said it to this to somebody recently, but I said eating one salad is not going to cause you to lose 50 pounds overnight. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten into the the mindset that, well, if I could just do this one time, man, my life will change. And people think this way a lot. If I can just get this one job, if I can just show up to this one meeting, if I can just meet this one person, that one time will be enough for me and everything will change. But let's be honest, one time is never enough. Consistency has to be built in. Not smoking for one day is not going to reverse your potential for heart disease or lung cancer. Sending your resume to one company is not going to guarantee that you become the CEO. Consistency is key. And acting in audacious faith requires consistency. Why? Because you'll always face opposition. If you think the devil's going to back down because you made a decision to trust God today, you're crazy. In my experience, the greatest attacks occur and the greatest mistakes are made when you're transitioning from your rhythm into a habit and when your habit begins to transform into your lifestyle. It's that middle ground where things are starting to progress. That's when you are really under the greatest attack because the devil knows if you can make it to that next step, then you'll continue to trust God. If you can make your habit become a lifestyle to where you want to do something, man, there's no stopping you. Um, Not too long ago, I was uh, not severely, but I was pretty overweight and I was, you know, gearing up. I was past 200 and uh, I'm about six foot tall. So it wasn't too bad, but it started getting to a very unhealthy level. My doctor was real with me. He said, look, man, if you want to live to be, you know, 45 or older, you probably need to start working out. And so, uh, I had to start a rhythm in my life of, uh, eating less and I got a gym membership. And that was kind of my rhythm is, is buying a gym membership and, and going ever so often. And I didn't go every day for a while, but I started to go every other day or you know, every two days or something, but I established a rhythm to where I'd get to the gym and I did the same thing over and over. I'd get on the treadmill, do some cardio. Before I knew it though, going to the gym became a habit for me. Whenever I got off work, I went straight to the gym, got on the treadmill, did cardio. And believe it or not, I'm here five, six years later. Uh, I just weighed myself this morning. I'm 184 pounds now, which is a, a healthy for me. Uh, my my uh, triglycerides and all that are at a healthy level again, finally, which is awesome. Uh, but believe it or not, I go to the gym five to six times a week now. It's become a lifestyle for me. You can ask my wife, man, when I, when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I want to do is go to the gym. Not because I like working out, but because it's become a lifestyle for me. It's a part of my life now. And becoming healthier and healthier is becoming more and more a part of my lifestyle. And once something becomes a lifestyle for you, man, there's no going back. No one can stop you from your life style transformation. Once your faith and action on your faith becomes a lifestyle, you begin to understand a deep, deep truth that I think every Christian needs to grasp. Through Christ, 
you will always win. Once your faith and action on your faith becomes a lifestyle, you'll begin to understand that through Christ, you will always win. You will find a pattern and a rhythm of consistency of trusting God. And when you face the first opposition, it's going to be a little tough. But once you see that God makes, that helps you through that, God helps you through, he brings you out and you're on top. The next opposition is to become a little bit easier. And the second time it becomes a habit because you're thinking, no, God brought me through the first time. He's going to bring me through the second time. And then it consistently and consistently whenever you are facing opposition, facing a situation that looks hopeless from the outside, you have a lifestyle of faith and action on your faith. But remember, acting in audacious faith requires consistency. Whatever you believe in God for, whatever life change you want to make, whatever uh, uh, goals you have in life or vision you have for this year, establish a rhythm of faith, establish a rhythm of consistency. Let that consistent rhythm, let that consistent rhythm turn into a habit. Let that habit transform into a lifestyle and begin to understand that through Christ, you will always win. Now, I can't wait for next Sunday at Revive Church. We're going to go over our third core value. It is never stop counting. And we're going to be talking about the potential for more. And specifically, this is going to address some things in our church, but you're more than welcome to listen to it. I think it'll encourage anybody who listens to it. Uh, remember remember also to invite somebody to be with you this Sunday. If you're a regular attendee at, at Revive, invite some people to be with you. And if you're out of town, if you're ever in the Dallas-Fort Worth area in Texas, we'd love to have you as our guest. So contact us through Twitter or Facebook. Let us know you're coming and we'll hook you up with the VIP treatment. Well, we'll be back next Wednesday with another in-depth look of our weekend message from Revive Church. And until then, remember, go find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, S-T-E-P-H-A-N. And do me a favor too, share this podcast with others. Don't just listen and keep it to yourself, but share it on your social media feeds and subscribe as well so you don't miss an episode. We'll drop this every Wednesday, but we might have a few surprises where on a different day, on a weekend or something, we have a special guest or we have a special episode. Subscribe so you don't miss it. And if you do me a favor, rate and review this on iTunes as well. I'd really, really appreciate it. Well, my name is Stephen, and when it comes to Jesus and our lives, I believe that we should never be afraid of some real talk.